key to my success has been in identifying talented individuals and harnessing their efforts. So you're a control freak? Oh, I exercise control in all things, Miss Steele. Okay. Um, uh, your company is involved primarily in the telecommunications sector, yet you also invest in numerous agricultural projects, including several in Africa. Is that something that you feel passionate about? Feeding the world's poor? It's smart business. You don't agree? I don't know enough about it. I just wonder if perhaps your heart might be a bit bigger than you want to let on. There's some people who say that I don't have a heart at all. Why would they say that? Because they know me well. Go on. <clears throat> um, do you have any interests outside of work? Enjoy various physical pursuits. <laughs> Lovely. All right, so let's uh, let's get into Fifty Shades. Uh, we promised this last week, and I think that if you're doing like maybe not a romantic comedy, although accidentally comedic at times or maybe maybe fuck it i don't know maybe embracing the absurdity because some of the dialogue they have to deliver here i don't know how you can read it any other way except to get a giggle uh and i did see 50 shades of gray with a packed house of 98 percent women i think i was one of like three or four dudes that was there with their their partner that's probably the, the ideal way to watch this it plays very differently as i said last week when you're getting sleepy with your wife in bed and you're like well <laughs> 9 a.m comes fast we can pick this up again tomorrow saturday morning <laughs> we'll see the back half of 50 shades of gray again uh but there were definitely giggles in that theater and watching it at home just me and my wife there were just sort of looks to each other a little bit of cringe uh but much like the last episode the reason i wanted you on here is you have expressed privately now i'm going to out you publicly you have express an interest and affection for the work of dakota johnson and actually we did an episode with her suspiria suspiria yeah <clears throat> i don't know if we really went into her that much because i think we were trying to get our hands around the fucking movie itself but uh yeah that, that now the floor is yours you you like this this young lady and i don't know what she's done necessarily to deserve your attention cinematically is there a movie of hers that you like or no nope i've only seen suspiria <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, you, you know youtube uh interviews on late night and said that's the one. Oh, I she's point a, to my wife and say that's the one a lovely talk show guest i like how she is in that capacity this is this movie's beneath her I just want you to- <laughs> the movie that made her a star is, is beneath her okay do you think Everyone she's any good in it because I, th- I think she thinks she's the only part that's reasonably good i think she's pretty charming in a ridiculous role oh yeah no i my wife had already had seen it you know had seen it previously and uh this was a couple of years ago and uh she was watched like that one in the sequel and i'd walked in the room and just pretty much walked out and I was like, Oh, there's Dakota Johnson. I'll stay for a second. But then when I was watching it today. I had my uh, AirPods in. I was watching on the TV and my wife walks in and she just hears me like giggling and nodding my head. But it's, it's because it's just so outlandish. 
um, uh, not the source material as much as just everything else about it. And and the only redeeming quality is Dakota Johnson in, in this entire film. I thought she was she was fine. The reason I said it was beneath her is because I felt like she was doing all the heavy lifting um, throughout. And it, any moment where it's not centrally focused just on her, um, I felt like it just it just drug um, on and on. So the director here is Sam Taylor Johnson, who I she did a, uh, a biopic on uh, John Lennon called Nowhere Boy, which I did not see. So I, I can't really, you know, attest to her particular skills as a director because, uh, like a lot of women in film, I don't think she's been given a ton of opportunities for feature length films. So hopefully, going forward, that'll change. And from what I read, uh, she didn't have as much control and power over this because the studio had given quite a bit of leeway to the the author of the uh, the source material. And so some of the instances, like I know for sure uh, the ending, uh, which is this dramatic elevator scene that bookends their, their awkward meeting in an elevator. Right. Uh, the final word was supposed to be uh, read to the, oh. to, to signify, gotcha. I mean, full stop in this. Right. Uh, but instead section. they chose no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which it's like, I don't know. That even seems like someone like a an 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 eighth grader in an English class, like doing maybe a little short story. Would if someone just said, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool?" Because they're the words yellow and red are like you know that's code for sure. stop. Uh, don't you think they're cool? I feel like any like middle school student would be like, "Oh, that is a good idea. That is that yeah. that sounds better." Like it's not even like in left field. Like who could come up with this? Like even if you're watching it and I had not read that story, I could see someone just making that point on a podcast and everyone just sort of nodding their heads. Like, yeah, let's elevate this material a little bit. Like Miss Dakota Johnson, the biggest problem I have with this, and it's probably due to the author and it's her stuff, right? It's her (laughs) twilight fan fiction that somehow got retrofitted to become a sensation uh, across the globe. She seems to really think that Christian Grey is like quite the catch, and he's very well off, physically fit, but he has the personality of like a, a wet blanket, which is a it is a weird mix when you're asking me to like get into a movie that has all this cool kinky sex shit, right? And it's putting <laughs> maybe it says more about me putting me and my wife to sleep early halfway through. Like it's, it is not presenting any ideas where, you know, one of us is looking at the other, like, Hmm, what ever entertain that? Like it is something where honestly book club, the sequence where Richard Dreyfus is thrown into the backseat of the car is like more engaging and more erotic in a comedic sense than anything here. So all I can really lean on is the accidental comedy like Dakota Johnson. Like there's a sequence I like where they're contractually going over line by line what sex acts she's comfortable with. And I don't know if I totally agree with someone who is, uh, I believe she's an English lit major, not knowing what a butt plug is at that point in her life. But I'm also incredibly uncomfortable. And this is where I'm going to toss the ball to you for all the, the, the smart stuff. I'm incredibly uncomfortable with the reveal that she is a virgin, that she's had no physical relationship and the reaction that this dude gives, like he's won the fucking lottery, a grown man who is 
not even better than fucking George Costanza from Seinfeld, who swore he would never have sex with a virgin because <laughs> he would not want the responsibility of being there first. George Costanza has more integrity than this guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there's <clears throat> there's a consistent theme of exploitation, I guess, throughout. Look, uh, to touch on a couple of points that you had made, uh, to your point, it, it's hard to take this seriously when you don't find Christian Grey to be very charismatic. I, I, and I just I don't I don't know if it's uh, the, the the actor, Jamie uh, Dornan, is it? Dornan, maybe is he Game of Thrones or what is this guy from? <laughs> I, he's not, at least in, in any of the, the seven seasons that, that I saw, but he does no, look very yeah, similar. Right. He is just uh, uh, apparently generic uh, British actor, Irish actor, uh, Irish. who I have not seen in anything else. So my apologies to Game of Thrones. They they would not have him on, on the show, apparently. But you're right, he does, he does have that look of generic Game of Thrones character. Yeah, he and and that's my that's that's uh, honestly that is probably my biggest issue is you would need someone who would be incredibly engaging and charismatic uh, to even present a lot of the things that he presents to her and for it to logically be like something that she would just naturally fall into um you know when, when she's immediately. having moments immediately immediate, immediately like when drunk dialing him um like after two interactions and saying, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. Blah, 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 blah. Well, like who, who actually does that? Uh, um, in, any sort would, of a, you and I both would like to be on the receiving end of that particular phone call from Dakota Johnson because incredibly charming. Yeah, this is me. Um, sending back your expensive books. Cause I already have copies of those. Thanks though for the kind gesture. You're welcome. But where are you? I'm in line because I have to pee really bad. Anastasia, have you been drinking? <laughs> yeah. I have. Mr. Fancy Pants. You hit the hell, hell on the nail. <laughs> I mean, then head right on the nail. Listen to me. I want you to go home right now. You're so bossy. Anna, let's go for coffee. Anna, let's go for coffee. No. Stay away from me, Anna. I don't want you. Get away. Come here. Come here. Go away. That's it. Tell me where you are. I'm a long way from Seattle. Long way from you. Which bar? What's it called? I don't know. I gotta go, though. Which bar at? I told him, right? The entire time. Even her drunk dialing is... is oh, yeah. She almost... Uh, and this is just playing to your... Yeah, to your strength, I guess, as far as what you're looking for in a screen icon. She... Almost seems to me like a female performer, like a screen legend from like the 40s or 50s. As far as her timing and the way she delivers dialogue, I could see her in like classic movies when actually back then women were sort of elevated over their male parts as far as being yeah. bigger stars. There, well, especially here, there's a um, an elegance about her. I guess you could say maybe a, 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 a timeless elegance to where, again, I completely see this idea of, of this <clears throat> young uh, 20-something about to finish school with uh, supposedly a, a really bright future who happens to be a virgin, who who happens to be very, very trusting, um, would connect with a Christian Grey if a Christian Grey were interesting at all. Um, and that's just that just wasn't the case. Speaking to your point about when he found out that she was um, a virgin, my my biggest issue with that 
is it goes against um, his entire presentation uh, earlier on, which was like, I, you know what, you wait, you could fall in love with me. Like, yeah, that's not what this is about. Wait, you want to, to make love? Oh, that's ridiculous. Um, you want to go on dates? Nope, I'm not that guy for you. Oh, you're a virgin, which means you're, you're, uh, it, it, there's a higher rate that you're going to become emotionally attached mm-hmm. to me. Wonderful. That doesn't <laughs> make sense with his characterization. His characterization is someone who doesn't want to connect on that like heightened, transcendent, um, um, emotional level. And we all know that, that, you know, generally speaking, those, those connections, if it's about a loss of virginity, it, it tends to hurt you the most right earlier on in life. And so for him to then look at it, like I won the lottery, um, goes against everything that he had presented to her thus far. He, he comes across like Christian Bale and American psycho, except Christian Bale and American psycho is presented as a buffoon. Like, yes, yes, there's a certain threat level to him because of the the genre of story that he's in. But let's just say we could take Patrick Bateman out and put him in 50 shades of gray. I could see him delivering these lines like absurd requests and having no self-awareness. Like, and I think the real struggle in this is I'd forgotten, even though I'd seen it before, uh, you know, this isn't like, it's been in heavy rotation for me. So we, we saw it, we had the experience and did not go back for the sequels. I, I, I feel like though, when the sequels came out, most of the country that was over, yeah. it was like, old. Yeah. you know, this, this honestly should have been like something that they presented like, uh, three movies in three consecutive months, <laughs> just to get them out of the way. But here, like, other than the aesthetics of, like, wouldn't it be cool for a super rich guy to, like, just take me on helicopter dates and give me everything, which I I will give the film credit that you do see, at least the way Dakota Johnson plays this character, there's a certain appeal to, like, well, cool, got a, got a fancy computer out of this, but now I'm going to fuck with this right. guy. Like, the right. sequences where she's toying with him, like, I can't be bought, but I can sure will... Enjoy this fucking computer you got me. Like I'll take that, but that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you you earn anything else from me just because you presented this gift to me. They they do this little back and forth, but there's nothing inherently interesting. Once she presents uh, questions to him about why, what is it you get aroused by? Uh, she even calls him like, "Are you a sadist?" She just point blank asks him that, and she will continue throughout the film saying, "Why why do you derive pleasure from my pain?" Why would you want that? And once you have the character ask that question, I don't know if you can actually proceed and expect the audience to get any sort of thrills from it or have any sort of rooting interest in like, I hope those two work out because once you're having that conversation, either come to a full understanding from one side or the other. And I'm not totally comfortable with her just coming under his sway. We're just like, Oh, that makes sense. Beat the hell out of me. I, I actually like when I'm watching this movie, I forget like others, oh, there's two other parts to this shit. <laughs> Cause I feel like this is something like this girl, as you said, probably had a very confusing first sexual experience with the man and thank God she got out of it. <laughs> she got out of it fast, but no, this is the first in a trilogy and the, the nonsense will continue. Exactly. Until she, you know, it's over until part two, uh, with, with her in this situation, once she brings that up to him, like, continually continuing to ask him basically well, how do you get off to this uh i think for me it suggests the idea that 
she's not super comfortable with it. Like she does it because she cares about him. And yeah, in relationships, people make concessions, but these are pretty big ones for someone <laughs> who is so, um, uh, you know, sexually immature, right? Yeah. You know, you're, you're asking to throw in everything for someone who's only like kiss someone. Um, and the fact that quite honestly, even like that final, you know, the, 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 the final scene in his little playroom, Still, really doesn't answer the question. Like it's like, no. all right, I'll, I will show you how I how I became this. Okay, show me. But that doesn't that doesn't explain why, right? It it just it just amps up, uh, you know, some of the some of the darker elements. That's kind of how I perceive this. Very conservative on it. So, why won't you let me in? We should be talking like normal people. Yeah. Is that so wrong? Is this because of the contract? Because I still haven't signed it? Fuck the contract. I think it's a little redundant, don't you? So then the rules are redundant too? No. The rules stand. What if I break them? Then there'll be consequences. Punishment? Yes. Why do you want to punish me? Anna. Why do you want to hurt me? I would never do anything to you that you couldn't handle. But why do you even want to do anything to me at all, Christian? If I told you, you'd never look at me the same way again. So there is a reason. Tell me. Do you want to punish me right now? Yes. I want to punish you right now. What if I told you that I feel the same way about being punished as you do about me touching you? Would you still want to punish me then? No. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't need to. Why? Yes. Why do you need to? Because it's the way I am! I'm 50 shades of fucked up. Man, okay, like in real real life, they're, uh, I, I've certainly never been in a position, like like more often than not, a woman would be in uh, to feel any way sort of physically threatened by a sexual partner. It can happen, but it's not the norm. Right. And <laughs> so I'm coming at it just from a sense of like shaming, I guess. So if there was something... And I'm I'm just gonna be very careful with my words here, and I will not. I'm not gonna ask you this question because it's a landmine. But if there was something that wasn't physically harming to me, but it was a uh, a, a way for my sexual partner, if that's what how they would get off, and in my head I'm like, well, that's kind of strange. I wonder yeah. why. I don't, I'm trying to th- trying to think of something innocuous. Like, uh, I don't know, tickling someone's feet or something like that. Tickling uh, arms to throw it back to um, okay. yeah, the yeah. club. Yeah. yeah. I would be like, well, I've not come across that as far as that being the, the trigger. But if I <laughs> if I wanted to continue the relationship and continue to have a sexual relationship with them, I don't imagine that if I open that door of saying, uh, buddy – what is it about this? Like, there's no way to say that without you were, 
And I'm not saying that she's shaming Christian Grey because he is the one exuding all of the power. And he's expressing that he wants all of the power in their relationship. But as soon as you put that out there, you were were saying, I'm judging this particular aspect of you. Like, I'm doing it, but I don't approve of it in some way. And I wish – somehow I wish you were more normal or you were, like, you know, more normal in my eyes and just did what I wanted to do. So I I just feel like I I lose respect – for the Christian Grey character that when she brings it up repeatedly, as you said, not only does he not answer it, but he's like, his way of answering is, let's do it again and see if it takes this time right? <laughs> to get because, you to stop asking. Because it's not a, it's, but I'll, I'll put it like this, maybe not to the full, you know, kind of in sexual terms. My wife, uh, when she, especially when she was pregnant, uh, she would often ask me to like give her a foot massage I don't enjoy giving someone a foot massage. I would rather be using my hands for video games. I don't know. Not a Tarantino um, guy, huh? It, yeah, exactly. So, but I would do it because it was something that that you know her feet would be swelling. It it made her her feel good. But that's not a really taboo thing. So even if I were to look at her and say, you know, what what is it that you enjoy about this? <laughs> It's not an inherent like like um, accusation that her enjoyment of it is somehow deviant or wrong, but with Christian Grey, he he's already obviously because of contracts, because of how guarded he is about it, he's already hypersensitive about his kinks, and so when she says, "Okay, but why?" What it's suggesting, it, what it would suggest to a normal person, I guess, in his shoes would be, oh, "Okay, she's not okay with this." She's asking me why, um, and clearly I'm I'm already guarded about it. But like you said, it, it's kind of a um, it's a free pass to then go much further down the rabbit hole because this this young, inexperienced young woman said, "I need you to show me how far it goes," and he takes advantage of it and exploits it again. And I even though she's the one that, that kind of said, "I need you to show me how far this goes," um, I still. Yeah, sympathize with her after the fact, because, again, she's the inexperienced one who really just didn't truly know that this person that she thought was just dark and mysterious was really pretty fucked up. Here's where I'm going to come across as kind of slightly fucked up, I guess, for the film to actually do that and say, no, go show me, like, show me the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't actually because it's a. a, a a studio release that they want to play nationwide to general mm-hmm. audiences. I, I don't know if there's like more explicit content in the book. I imagine that there is because it's different so. being on the page versus, you know, what you can get, you know, actors to perform. And, and, you know, that that's also entering uh, this, this came in, goodness, this came in just a few years before the me too movement, which I, I wonder, I, I yeah, wonder if there, nice. is there even a 50 shades at that? Because there's now, and that's also, I don't want to go too far with that because I also think that, you know, women, since primarily this was a a book aimed at women, they can also like be involved with art that is not even meant to represent who they're looking for as a friend or partner. Like we, we, uh, like the Godfather, very masculine film. And it's seen as a classic. Sure. (laughs) I don't think that people look like, Oh, Godfather's your favorite movie. That's what you're looking for. As far as like a, family support is that type of lifestyle word. Right. So, but oftentimes when it's not aimed at men, you will see a lot of think pieces saying, well, this shouldn't be, this shouldn't it's bad be bad for women. Yeah. Yeah. 
this is bad for women. What does this say? If they enjoy it, we always hear that. Uh, um, we even saw it in book club. If you were out, if you were seen reading the book, what does it say about your moral code and, and, and all these, 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 you know, uh, definitions about who you are as a person. And that wouldn't be the case to, for the most part, depending on what you would see one of us probably, uh, you know, be reading somewhere. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, I, I do think that's, that's true. Um, I remember at the time, uh, someone, uh, I don't know if it was just a tweet, a passing thought, or it was an actual like article. Uh, but someone was putting out there that 50 shades could only exist on sort of this big scale, uh, and become this, the success for a brief moment in time, uh, because of Kindle, because you could read it on the subway. You could be mm. reading it out and no one, <laughs> you're not right. labeling yourself like you're reading that dirty, dirty book. Um, but Christian Grey, like when he shows her, I, I feel like the film was doing a disservice keeping it for general audiences where it almost allows, if you're watching the film, to be like, oh, that's it? Like, I, I think Dakota Johnson is doing the heavy lifting as far as, like, I believe her when she feels like, okay, there's been a violation here or it's been right. over the line. But considering how much the film likes to, like, briefly show you his chamber of toys and sort of torture – uh, you know, they, they pull their punches as far as I think making most of the audience genuinely uncomfortable with what's happened to her. Cause I, I, I think if I watch the scenes out of order, I wouldn't necessarily know if I'm not seeing her immediate performance, I wouldn't know which sex act is over the line here because it is in my view is kept just sort of in that R rated. This is like right. a movie, not a pornographic film. I have no idea. Now, <laughs> if I go to a pornography website, I'm going to accidentally stumble into some shit where I'm like, I never want to see that again. Like that is what is this prolapsed anus? No, thank you. <laughs> that is not, <laughs> not for me. So there are clear lines there for, for each individual. Uh, and I think that's a failing on the film. If people don't actually feel as traumatized as what she's relaying to him, because then I'm almost accusing the filmmakers or the creators here. Like, are you trying to get us to slightly side with him? I'm saying like, Hey, it's not that bad. Right. Like take your legs. Right. And I don't really want to side with him in any regard, at least this anyway. version of him. Yeah. Well, I, I did expect – I'll say this. When it was like, show me your worst, <clears throat> and he, it's – it's and this – I don't want – again, I don't want to diminish like her, her feeling of trauma, but you're right. It, it was like, wait, it's – this is the worst. Six spankings like this. This is this is as far as this as this goes. Like you already had things in the contract that you drew a line through and said omit. Um, I, yeah, I, I don't know how you play that with it. With if so, R like that contract, there was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot deleted. If it was six spankings, was the the limit on there. exactly. And considering, as I said, there are two more sequels to this, so I just assume like any sequel, they they have to up the ante in some regard. So I don't I don't know what that says. Uh, about our characters here. Uh, and in a weird way, that is like the grand gesture of the film is that is like basically put all of your cards on the table and mm -hmm. usually romance in film as a genre. That's the point where someone takes that risk in some sort of public fashion. Uh, right. usually like, like book club, a public shaming. And that's the only way you can get across to your partner that like, no, no, I really mean it. Cause I'm, I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone. So right. that's what she's attempting to do. But I guess, you know, just 
removing all the other aspects of it, it doesn't really work because it's like, well, we've, we've done this. We've done this exact grand gesture multiple times at this point. And you keep saying, this is not for me. No, this is really not for me. This is really not for me. Okay. I'll do it one more time. You, you truly are <laughs> celebrating like this abusive relationship at that point. And so I'm happy to, to have her say no. It's just that none of it with the context they provide makes any sense to me other than, and I don't want to, I don't want to feel like the guy, like when I'm watching this, like where Christian Gray could be like, what? We'd done that type of stuff before. Like the, the guy who has, has committed some sort of sexual assault. And he's like, no, but really, like that was a Tuesday night for us. How is this any Just different? Just because you said no this time, how am I, how am I supposed to know? Right. Yeah. I totally get it. And I, I don't think that is you. Um, yeah, but but maybe also they, isn't maybe the movie more entertaining if he if he has played like the, the stock like buffoon like serial assaulter where he's, he is just you know he has the like the the Mad Magazine that character that like, like who me kind of yeah. <laughs> we'll see that's why we need to see the other two because maybe the the real grand gesture is when he's able to call her his significant other in public or something fuck you know something ridiculous. Um, I have seen, I I'm sure I've seen the other two. I have no memories of one of them. I, Cause I did a podcast, a podcast. Unfortunately I could never release because my audio was all fucked up and I didn't realize it until I got the edit. <laughs> it was one of those things where, and I've done it before for other podcasts where I just try to remember what I said and re-record my lines. So authentic. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a uh, credit to the fact that I just have, you know, minimal listenership or just <laughs> listeners who don't pay attention to me when I'm talking in their ears. Nobody has ever called me out as far as saying like, Hey, that sounds a little funny. So that's cool. I've actually had co-hosts who listened back to it and didn't realize yeah. that it wasn't that's pretty good. That's not bad, but it also takes me the better part of like, you know, 40 hours to, 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 to re mix that. So we did one of the films and I, one scene I remember enjoying is that both of them catch the other one coming out to the kitchen for ice cream. And there's this awkward moment where you can tell both of them are like, uh, so I guess like, do we fuck now or what? Like, <laughs> like, is that what the other one wants? And it was the only time where I felt like, wait, is 50 shades getting into like domestic territory where it's like both parties are like, no, I just want to eat ice cream. Can we just do that and just skip all the rest of the bullshit? Like Christian gray being like Jane Fonda from book club where he's like, no, I have a reputation even in my own home to uphold. I can't just go get ice cream. I got to give it to right here. And both of them just going through the motions. That was a scene that I actually enjoyed from 50 shades, but I'm sure I'm, I probably also misread it just because, you know, the sex just looked kind of mechanical and boring. Very boring the whole way. Maybe they just met in the middle and said, we'll finish this tomorrow. Like some <laughs> folks do in the movies. <laughs> I, I thought you were accusing me mid sex act. Like <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> we'll pick nope. it up again in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> how bad that would be for both of us but you know sleep is erotic too oh, i'm exhausted <laughs> yeah i gotta wake up in the morning and do my taxes I, can't. <laughs> oh, I don't know where this leaves us Derek. other than uh you I'm, I'm assuming you're not going to continue on that you do not have curiosity to uh to continue with this saga i can't tell you how little interest i have and i hate to i hate to put it on <clears throat> Again, Christian Gray, but 
man, it just it just did so little for me. I have no interest to see where it goes. I don't care if he wakes up tomorrow and realizes that he just wants to have straight vanilla sex for the rest of his life. It, it your your non vanilla sex was vanilla, and so I, yeah, I will never go back and watch. Mm-hmm. This. Did you have any conversations with your wife about it? Like, did she? Like what? What is what was her input? Having already seen it to like the series or the you know this particular fad or any of it, she actually dislikes the books too. Which uh, I didn't know that um, when we briefly talked about it today. She was like, "Well, the uh, you know the, the movie sucks, but man, those books suck too." And I was like, "Well, huh? I didn't expect you to to say that because again, it was a kind of a craze that was hitting just like every pocket." of society for for women especially um but it's just she was like there there are other um there are other erotic texts if you're interested in reading those <laughs> i was like what? i mean i'm what, hoping what kind inquired. of like, covers are you having over your books <laughs> a lot yeah. of kindle reading here yeah i'm hoping you followed up on that because it's uh you know it would be an attempt to at least get a peek behind the curtain as far as the the thoughts that have not yet been shared but I don't. Uh, I, I thought you were going to go with movies. That one that I uh, for War Machine versus War Horse that we used for when Fifty Shades of Grey came out was Secretary. I don't know if you've seen that with Maggie Gyllenhaal and mm-hmm. James Spader. Uh, that one, if if someone was interested in Fifty Shades, I would go back to that. I think that was like two thousand two or three ish, somewhere in there, early two thousands. Um, I wouldn't say it's a relationship I would want in my life. But it felt more legitimate as far as people conducting themselves in this manner. Like, right. so that would be, uh, yeah, check check that out. Um, I'm not encouraging it for your married life. I'm just movie world, movie world, because I think there is some piss play in that one as well. So delicious. <laughs> we'll just take on this power differential <laughs> in my home. <laughs> I, I'm probably playing the music right now on that note. <laughs> uh, turn to page five, appendix three, soft limits. With you. Find anal fisting. I'm all ears. Strike it out. Strike out vaginal fisting, too. You sure? Yeah. 